What's up? This is another episode of Just Common Thoughts. Here we discuss pop culture and multimedia. We often clash because Edgar is always wrong. I'm Darius, the voice of reason here. And if you somehow miraculously made the decision to keep listening, tune in for our absurd takes and passionate debates, which ultimately mean nothing. But thank you for listening. <laughs> here we go. So that was episode five. Episode six, real quick. Darius, tell us how much you loved episode six. You know what it is? What? you ignorant as hell? No, 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 never that. I have a problem with Jamie Chung, the likes that I have the problem with Agent Piper. <laughs> this is, sorry, I didn't mean to freak out, but this is good news. Um, my favorite thing about Darius um, is his disdain for Agent Piper. Him hating her so much makes me just like somehow love her. I put in that one. I wanted it in season two of um, Lovecraft Country. If you look at that. I didn't even know. See, that's how much I know he hates her. Hates her. But um, you need to leave her and Agent Piper alone, all right? They get their their resumes up, all right? They do a guest spot here, a guest spot there. You know, I want Agent Piper to play <laughs> to play a cop in Lovecraft Country season two, where she's racist, but she really doesn't have like any like heat behind it. She just like like oh worst of all, Dragon Ball Evolution. Um, let's continue. Episode six, she's nine tails, she's a spirit from the other realm, blah blah blah. She I, has to kill a hundred souls. That's how she met Tick in Korea, blah blah blah. Obviously, Tick is magic, so that's why her magic didn't work on him, blah blah blah. I thought it was really cool to have another tentacle tail weird monster and you know a story about Lovecraft, which is you know iconicized by an octopus. Um, you know, maybe that's why that might have been the missing link for me. You know, yeah. You know, I mean, I I mean, I know what you I know what you mean, but um, like I said in um, an earlier podcast, like the way you guys look at sports is the way I look at you know sort of like acting and you know the arts and basically i see that as a player upgrading you know cast of the big leagues exactly. i got you and um she ended up doing an interview about the episode um she said that you know the show really inspired her um having an episode all to herself was really meaningful to her and she actually gave her the courage to to actually go and have a meeting with a network and she actually sold the show we don't know anything about it yet but you know she's gonna make a show so you know keep hating Darius um episode- no, great for her great for representation awesome that we have different stories being told it's wonderful grab your shea butter lather yourself up and go watch that new show that she's got going on Thank you. me miss me with all that you don't even know the show I'm like, is this the only Asian actress we can get in Hollywood right now? Is this, like, the only one we can grab? Who else is there? All right. Well, I'm happy about her. Um, (laughs) Also, I mean, I guess someone had to agree to have all those, like, CGI tails come out of your body. So, you know. But, um... She, she, she is, she, she did level up. She held her own in her scenes with the, with the journey. Felt really bad for her. Tick was being such a dick to her for talking about her throughout the whole entire season. Like, I actually, that's one of the things. Of course. You're going to run up in my house that I just created with my woman who I just got pregnant and try to say, yo, she, I'm here now? Nah, you got to leave. And my wife just looked, my wife just dealt with a ghost, whatever. 
away from Korea, do you know how much that plant? She's a spirit who just shoved a tail up my ass, bro. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Get out my house. Actually, how did she even get in the house? I thought the house was cursed or uh, yeah, see? protected. There's another nitpick. This poor lady who came all the way from North Korea. Nah, bro. Nah, none of that was real. Like, I don't even want to think about that. Like, why are you coming back? Why are you popping back up here now? That's what I'm thinking if I'm taking. Uh, I, I got enough to worry about besides worrying about you. I mean, I know I'm laughing, but I guess um, I did feel really bad for a tick. Um, you killed him. You know what? No, I got to Let me say something in her defense. That that motherfucker killed her friend in cold blood right in front of her. Right. That what is, does that have to do with anything? I'm just saying it could be a little less disrespectful. It could take a little bit of less, you know, bass out of his voice. Because he had all that information when he did that. He still did it. I mean, he was taking orders from somebody. So I he's mean, a soldier. He was a soldier. Listen, war. What he had to do. I. You you can you are actually allowed to say no to um killing people. In I mean, so then yeah. don't join the war. You shouldn't have. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't like Tick. I do. I like Tick. I'm too. Yeah, he volunteered, right? The other dude was drafted or something like that. So they they touched on that too, which I yeah. thought was cool. They and touched he on because he didn't want to. He wanted to make his dad mad. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I like the fact that they kind of touched on that and her not understanding. Like she was like, "Oh, did you guys you guys know Julie Andrews?" And he was like, "What? Like, what are you talking about?" Um, so like, I like how they touched on that and like them um, being like treated like second class, third class citizens back home. So I thought that was cool, I and know. I like the the whole. I mean, especially when he called Korea too, because like we knew like he was in the war and stuff, and it's just like a lot of people who were in the army during that time lived different lifestyles when they were like abroad and they were fighting in different wars. So I kind of like that. Um, and that, 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 so let that me rephrase. If it. that episode focused more on Tick and what Tick was doing, yeah, I would have been way more into it. Through the Rather than them telling the story through the lens. Yeah, got yeah. you. Yeah. I would have been way more into it. It was like, this is what Tick was doing in uh, Vietnam, or was it Vietnam or Korea? Korean war. war, yeah. Korean war, yeah, yeah. Oh, I am glad that they didn't take the episode away from the one other person of color in the cat. Don't fucking roll your eyes. Everyone listening, he rolled his eyes. He's doing it again. So you, to, pick, you pick and choose when you want to be woke. That's why. No, but go ahead. I'm just saying I liked her. Like in these defense, though, my bad to cut you off, Edgar. It, I could see. I would have appreciated that. Now that he said that, I would have appreciated it more if the story was told through Atticus's lens, through his lens, um, like him going through Korea. I would have liked it that way too, but I mean, I also see what they were doing too in terms of building up her character and like us or as have her be a bigger, have her be more important at the end of the show. That, I mean, she she was kind of important though. She showed up for one episode. She kind of, she, she was a plot device. She, she threw it out. I a, mean, she was she, a glorified she, plot device. Letty through the alley and she dunked it. She was Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> That's what she was. She was. No uh, comment. I don't know. Like it, it, I thought it was ref refreshing. I like that they took the opportunity to tell it from a different story. I understand what you guys are saying. It's completely valid. There was 13 episodes. It could have stayed. It could have. I don't know. It wouldn't I, have made. It wouldn't have made sense for them to double back and be like, "Okay, this is this is what it looks like from her story." Now we're gonna double back. No, that 
you would have lost me if they did that twice. Like, okay, this this scene is based off of Atticus going through the Korean War. I'm like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. In the grand scheme of things, <laughs> she she was not important. She wasn't. Well, In the grand scheme of things. I, I, she, but she came, she... At the end, she that she shit was corny, bro. That shit was a little corny. That that, that that's another problem I had. At I but I called that, that out else. too. Yeah. I called that scene. I was just like, "Yo, there's a reason why she's here. She's going to do something at the end." And I, I was like, "Damn, this is like to me, the writing was on a wall when when she came when like when she like took that journey with them back to that castle or whatever." Which was sort of like a bad thing. Like, that's one of the things where you could tell, oh, this person's going to be important because, you know, they came, had one sin, and then disappeared for two episodes so that, you know, when they show back up, now you think they're going to be important. To me, that's actually, you know, a little bit of a sign of bad writing because if she'd been there all along, you know, we'd be a little bit more worried about her being... And if it was more of like a a conflict with her, if she did something to help Letty grow... Or if she did something to help Tick grow, or if there was more of a love interest conflict, like there was nothing. Tina, like I, I, it was just nothing. Yeah. So um And I, Tick convinces her to help way too easy. Like if, I, if if it was a situation where Christina was like counted her out because Christina was racist and it was like, you know what, I don't even mess with Asians like that. So I don't I'm I'm not even worried about her. And then she becomes the one that foils her plan, that would have been dope. Um, but like I guess you guys should. Nick was like, yo, I'm sorry I shot your friend, but <laughs> I need I need your help right now. And Basically, like, he, pulled okay. a, he pulled a letty. Who he pulled a letty. How? Wait. Because he wasn't. Do you believe him? Do you think he was just saying what she wanted to hear? Absolutely. I think he was just saying what she needed to hear. Right. And that's what Letty's been doing throughout the series. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. I didn't believe him for a second. See, that's what I'm saying. Tick is not a great character. But... Who said he was? Uh, who? Who? Who and when? Point me to it. You two are implying it, but I guess you didn't say it outright. So I guess that was just I. I want listen. By any means, Tick Tick did what he needed to do in order to protect his family or to get a hold of the book of names. He had to do what he had to do. He was always a step ahead of everybody, even when he quote unquote died. He yelled at <laughs> everybody, you know. <laughs> You, you, you do you do know what his father did to him, right? Huh? I said you do know the child that he had, right? I what do you mean what child? There's a different way he could have ended up and he ended up like this. Oh that's true. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're right, but I'm just saying he was just yelling at everybody and be like, you know, why'd you do this? You're bad, blah blah blah, blah, blah you know? Because uh, everybody listen to Tick, it would have been under control. Montrose want to go kill people and burn books. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's I mean, very true. Yeah. I didn't say anything bad because I enjoyed the character, and that's why I'm not really that excited. And he inconsiderate as hell. Like, yo, your 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 son like saved your ass, bro. Like when you were a child, he came back. The dude with the baseball bat. That was your son looking out for you. Yeah. Like, thank you for pointing that out, D, because, yo, Montrose is an inconsiderate bitch. Like, that's just, that's what he is, man. Like, fuck, man. I told you he should have let his ass drown in that fucking tunnel. Tick, don't, tick, tick, don't drop me. I'm like, drop that motherfucker. Fuck his bag. (laughs) You guys are very terrible, all right? 
first of all, you want to take the episode away from the Asian lady, and now you want to kill the gay character. But um, that's 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 your shea butter glowing right there. Yeah, you see, you, yeah, you, you just really, completely went there yeah, with it. I didn't. Really nobody said that. Nobody and, said that. And, and really made that. Yo, you and cancel culture must get along great, bro. Yo, you TMZ, bro. You just write your own headlines, huh? <laughs> what I said about Mantos because you know what I think that was the intention of the writer Misha Green. She wanted to create a complicated character both with Tika and Mantos. Oh, but with Atticus it wasn't complicated. Huh? So but with Atticus it wasn't complicated. He killed people that did not need to be killed. It was Oh, but Mantros killed the thing that didn't need to be bad people. I don't like either of them. I was trying to understand what her significance was. I'm like, yo, he just... Macho's killed the spirit thing that was just a spirit. Was that a bad person? No, he's a bad person too. Oh, but but he's got nuance though, so he's fine. But Tick can't have nuance though. This is what I mean by you be choosing when you woke and not woke. Okay, I will. So episode, what episode (laughs) are we on now? (laughs) Let me say, <laughs> what episode are we We're on? Episode now? seven, Hippolyta. This is Edgar's favorite one. Oh yeah, go ahead, E. <laughs> Give us all the pros, and we'll throw the cons of the episode. <laughs> that was the that was the alien's name was Beyonce. Say it's called Beyonce. Like that's what I like about the show. Like how we got really meta. Um, I um, but yeah, episode five was Hippolyta's episode. Um. And I thought it was really good, just like um, Jamie Chung. Um, Anjani Ellis is one of these actresses that's been around. She and Journey Smollett were in True Blood. Um, so she, you know, works around. And like I've seen in different things. And she's usually like the token black lady in white shows. Um, so I was really glad to see her here. Um, she was also nominated for an Emmy in One Day CS. So she's a really good actress. Um, yeah, she got to throw on her way here. She's she a good actress. Exactly. And her storyline was sort of meta because she was talking about as a woman and as a black woman in America, she was also talking about as a black woman in Hollywood, in the Hollywood sort of industry and about how like the whole thing about her being put to the, to the side also was like, you know, parallel about her not showing up as much in the episodes and she was, you know, sort of like in this white role and then, you know, she got to have her own adventures, which obviously we don't see a lot, but like the way it was done, it was sort of, you know, in this thing that you and me both talked about, about, you know, both not just us being into genre, but our parents, well, not say our parents, because my mom um, and my dad aren't into genre, um, but, you know, like it's not just our generation, it's older generations, especially when they were living in a more like segregated and oppressive world, like that you know, that's something that could help them escape. And so to be able to see that, for that character to have that, I thought that was amazing. Um, I also didn't know where it was going to go out of all of the other episodes. You could watch one or two scenes and you could be like, all right, this is what's going to happen. Um, and up until this point, this show is mostly like horror. And I think it turned into, you know, sci-fi at this moment. I'm like, I didn't know what was going to happen once she went through that portal. Which I no, I would disagree because they had the action adventure with Indiana Jones. Wait, what do you mean? They had, you said it up to the point it was horror. And I said, no, nah, I'd say they had an action adventure episode with Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. You're right, you're right. Um, but that was sort of still looking for a mystical object and finding the mystical, you know, thing. Like that sort of 
fit into the storyline overall more. Um, this just went to like a hard left. And even when it ended, you didn't know like what happened. And, you know, some of those scenes I thought were really good. Um, I thought it was ballsy for them to just write like a whole into the scene where the actress was just like, I hate white people. Um, and like her reasons, reasonings were good. And I liked her speech. And, uh, Not just I hate white people. Did you catch what she said? Yeah, I did catch what she said, and it was about how, you know, racial, I mean, racial and social conditioning about how, like, they knew her without her realizing it. And, and she hates herself. Exactly, and she hates herself. I think that was bigger, or yeah. for me, for me. No, no, I mean, I, like, the whole entire speech really, like... Great monologue. Yeah, and, you know, and in that scene, especially the one in Paris, like, you know, a she was this housewife up until that point and now she was you know in paris like smoking weed doing you know a little exploring her sexuality and then exploring her strength and then okay. she's smart oh yeah fuck you uh, <laughs> <laughs> no like you know just for real i like, guess we need 57 minutes of this yeah let's do it i, I appreciate <laughs> like i want everyone to go through that and i honestly like you know as a black person, I want every black person to have that experience. I also want every person of every race, you know, anyone who didn't have that experience, if you're a person on earth, you should be as happy as the next person or have as many experiences as the next person. So I was glad to see that for her. And, you know, and I really had this weird theory that at the end it was going to turn out that like she's the one that, because like she could have done whatever she wanted. Like she could have actually learned magic and done all this shit, which she ended up doing. So like, you know, she, I thought she was going to end up being the deuce ex machina because she actually came out of that being that. But, um, yeah, and it also played around with different, like, settings. You know, we got to see a little bit of Spartacus. We got to see a little bit of, like, you know, Doctor Who sci-fi stuff, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, um, despite how long it was, I, I like this, this episode, too. Because after Uncle George died, I was just like, well, what's the point of having her there? Um, so I think this was kind of like her coming out party and then her going through those different um, those different times in history. It was kind of like her rites of passage of, OK, this is this is how I this is my purpose. And now I can bring this back to uh, fight the fight with Atticus and now I can really assist him because I mean, before it was just almost like she was put on a back burner where it's like, I want to go on these trips, but like it was almost uncle George had to die in order for her to really unleash her true powers. And so they weren't like letting her know what happened. They were keeping her in the dark. And she was just like, yo, I know all this stuff. Like I am stupid. Don't, you know, like, yo, like that constantly been put in the back. If you, if you remember like, her not naming or her naming Pluto, but the white girl one. Her yeah. calling out the comet, but the people didn't want to let a color girl have the comet name. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's constantly being pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was good to watch her get hers. Um, and also like uh, with the do sex machina thing, like um. <clears throat> Like, I guess the only good payoff, I mean, I really like when she was able to, like, um, open the portal to go back to um, the past. Um, I thought that was a cool trick. I also, like, she ended up, like, um, having the fight scene. Did we know that Jihad knows Kung Fu? <laughs> By the way, in that last uh, fighting scene, suddenly everyone in the cast knew how to throw down real quick in that last episode. I thought that was funny. 
But, um, but at least for her, it made sense because she was like a gladiator. And I thought that was a cool character to have going forward in the 1950s setting to have like this, you know, like mother character who's also like, you know, part alien, cyborg, which was weird. I didn't get that part. Um, but yeah, um, episode eight, Jigaboo. What did you guys think about that real quick? That was the M.A. This, was, this one felt like Jordan Peele had his fingerprints on. Oh, yeah. Balls and shit. Yeah. It's like, yo, those movies were great. But even with the, uh, just the music, and I just felt like the the overall, like, the scenes in a way that, like, clearly I was, I had, like, the goosebumps, but, like, Jordan Peele just does a great thing of, like, interacting, but not interacting with the audience, because, like, when Homegirl, like, you know, like, they're chasing after her, but they almost look behind, like, yeah, we see you too, like, meaning, like, the viewers, like, we know you're watching us. That's mm-hmm. what got, that's what got me. I was like, oh, shit, because, like, when she went to go and take, she went to go and hide somewhere, and, yeah. like, clearly they were nearby, but, like, you just see one pop up, and then it, like, looks at, it looks at you, and then it, like, closed the door, and it's just like, oh, shit, like, you guys got that, like, okay. Yeah. Um, you noticed them at the beginning of the episode? No, what? She she yells at the two girls with licking vanilla ice cream. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, those were the girls? I thought she was, like, mad at them because... I'm like, getting goosebumps right now just talking about it. That's how scary it was, yo. I think it was for, it was foreshadowed or something, bro. Um, I... I I suppose. I thought it was just just to uh, show that she was upset that these girls were having ice cream after, like, first of all, almost all the other, other shops were, like, closed for Emmett Till, and they were still going to, I guess, this white shop that must have stayed open and getting ice cream from there, and they were just having a girl day while, like, her friend just got murdered, so... Um, and in that episode, um, I'll let you guys talk since I talked a lot on the last episode, but one thing that... Um, that I thought was going to happen. And I thought at the very least, like, Christina was just going to go and take care of business and kill those fucking racists. I would have really, really loved in the show, like, you know, when they take liberties because in real life, like, those four motherfuckers and the bitch, like, nothing ever happened to them, even after they, like, admitted, like, she was lying and they did kill him. Um, like, nothing happened to them. They never got... Oh, you're talking about Emma Till. Yeah. Um, I wish it would have just like something would have happened. I wish the show would have gotten some sort of justice in that way. I would have hoped that would have been very Quentin Tarantino esque. I would have liked that, yeah. But um, otherwise, how'd you guys like that episode? I, I thought it was a great episode. Um, like I said, I I, I enjoyed um, I enjoyed the 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 Jordan the Jordan of it, the usness of it. Yeah. Um, I thought the choreography of the two little black girls was amazing. Whoever did those, the choreography for them. Um, D, another great actress. Um, I don't know what's up with spit in this show. She had to get spit on her forehead. Yeah, like, you know crazy. when you can almost like smell it in your head? Yeah, that was nasty. Hey. Um, he, sorry to keep cutting you off, but like they focused on his mouth as was doing it. Like they shot to his mouth and he just like didn't help. And then... Um, what was I going to say? I like how she had agency. I like how she was fighting him. Yeah. And then Montrose, again, here comes Montrose to mess everything up. Montrose gets her cursed. <laughs> but the, that was the one thing that pissed me off, though. 
was like, yo, these adults are really bad at watching his children, this child whose parents both just disappeared. One died and the other disappeared. And you guys are just like, nah, I got other shit to worry about. Yeah, I was right. saying, do you want to stay here and become a goddess? Hippolyta was like, <laughs> them niggas are going to fuck up my kid. I got to go back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, what else about, um, I thought that was a good acting scene between Christina and uh, Ruby. Before we get to the end of that storyline in episode 10, what did you guys think about that storyline? With them, like I know, Darius, you were shipping the um the couple, the monks, and the um and the sisterhood show, the deadly nuns. I was shipping the the Asian nun and the Halo nun. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Asian lady, but um, yeah, this is my. I was really shipping this. I was like, all right, go on, Neon Demon, and um, when Mimisaku. Oh, and speaking of um, Christina Braithwaite, she is stunning. She was, and um, like honestly, if you even like visually her, stunning, like she's hard to look at. Like looks like a like she gets very still. Like yeah, because she's a professional model. Um, she can actually like be like she's not moving, which actually helps with you know the way the characters described, even in the books. Um, the original Cthulhu books about like creepiness and all that. But um, yeah, that was a really good casting and they definitely had chemistry um when Mimusaku was actually in batman versus superman did you know um and basically one of the um well yeah she was the one it came down like a rain fire the sky opened up <laughs> little forrest whitaker wakanda accent i ask myself what man does this no a goat <laughs> she hooked up with christina she was you know what? Fuck you, Henry. That's so funny that she was in that shit. I remember now. <laughs> oh, God. Um, we're running late. So episode nine, real quick, with Tulsa. Uh, Darius, um, what did you think in comparison to Watchmen? Tulsa and Watchmen was way better. I thought this one was way better. They spent a whole entire day. And um, you know me. I, I, I'm hard, you know? I will say. Whoa! Hey yo! Hey yo! Dang! What happened? Go ahead, explain yourself. No, you gotta explain yourself on that one. Without Rashad interrupting, I was saying like, you know, I'm hard, so it takes a lot from emotionally. Okay, there you go. That's the word you're missing. Okay. I thought like, you were gonna say like you was a hard critic, but like you say, you know, I'm hard, and I'm like, all right, there's nothing following that. Because you interrupted me the first time. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. That was D said, "Hey, yo," and then I it, was it a, registered. It was a long pause. It was a long pause. <laughs> no, no, but um, but no, that was uh, I actually cried in that episode because I don't know what it was. It was that scene where like the girl was just like. Oh, I think my sister's going to be like mad at me for some reason. Like shit with siblings always makes me cry. So, um, so I actually ended up like getting emotional with that episode more than. Wait, wait, what scene? Um, when like when they had started like shooting up the house in episode nine, um, when the massacre happened and everyone started hiding in um the house. I'll oh, was getting shot at and nothing happened to her. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe she forgot the story. Oh, no, that was a different scene. That was a different... Oh, no, no. 
inside the house, and it was basically um. Well, like, they were still back in time, or when they're in, were they in the present time? No, when they were back in time, when it was Letty and Tick's mom's sister, the one who was talking about the prom being canceled, and she was like, "Oh, wasn't that when they came back and then?" Because they were all around D. That was, I think that was episode 10 when they were all around D. Are you talking about that one? And then the book opened up and they were like, uh, Montrose was like, yo, that's your bookmark. And they all fell out. No, no, episode nine. In the oh, okay. During Tulsa. Just something about like, I don't know. It's like shit about siblings when one of them, like anyways. I, don't, I can't, I can't place that. But I will say this about episode nine. It was kind of a letdown for me. Because of the hype that I was getting around, yo, this is like a dope episode because it's recreating the Tulsa riots and stuff. I would have loved to see like more of. That's why I said Watchmen like, was better. That, yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't watch Watchmen, but you know what oh, I'm saying. Yeah. But like, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I would, I was looking forward to that episode, like going through it, because based off of everything else being like, you know, very like uh, realistic, realistic and stuff. But like, I felt like that was. As a like, as a as a viewer, I thought that could have been that could have been a lot better in terms of okay, really portray this because this is this is history that is missing. Like recreate this to a way to to, to say like, yo, like there is people who actually destroyed a part of Black history, like completely burnt it to a ground, and I felt like. They could have done a, a much a much heavier much, scene, much heavier scene than what it portrayed. I mean, we got a little, you know, tabs here and there, but it was too Hollywood for it, me. Yeah, mm -hmm. to me, to me, they could have, they could have, um, that could have been like D said, that could have been a heavier scene. Could have made that real, real horror, like yeah. real scary, real like they're tension. running, like they're running through the the city or something. As like there's these white people coming in, just burning it down because it was there wasn't just that happening. People were being like, you know, pulled out into the street and killed, and like you know what I'm saying, like other other shit going on. Were you guys watching a different show? Because it had all that all that stuff. Um, I feel like it was. I feel like it, it was like based around. I mean, we had the one scene where. Montrose sees himself See, as they, a they kid again as Asby. Yeah. And then they had the scene where they're in the house and like obviously the I think it was the grandmother recognized that something was off because Letty was wearing some shoes, so she knew that <laughs> some she, chucks. Some chucks, so she knew she wasn't from around there. Wow. But like everything else took place like in that house. And then you had a few scenes where you see, you know, white people throwing um you bricks know bricks and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah. I um I disagree because one of my favorite shots, um, which I thought was the most beautiful I've seen in a long time, was when the sun was going down around the whole entire city. Um, and first of all, I thought that was symbolic of the whole entire show and of the first episode of the Sundown Country. And then um, there was a scene where not only Letty's episode, but, you know, they did have a scene where she was walking through the fire. They did have those white people, I guess, on the sides that were, like, finishing up shooting people. Um, yeah, but who are you focusing on in that moment? You're focusing on Letty as it was a whole entire plane that drove by and, like, dropped bombs. But what are you looking at in that moment? Letty. And to talk more about that scene, though, is that, like, I thought her walking through the fire was a little bit, and the way she was holding the book was a little bit of an homage to um, 
I apologize to her for forgetting that the lady who was the first lady to go to an integrated school. Ruby Bridges? Yeah, I knew her first name was Ruby. Um, six years old, so that shit wasn't 66 or 70, so that shit wasn't a long time ago. But um, the way that, you know, like they have that picture of her walking through the crowd, I thought that was a, that looked like her going through the fire. So I thought I really liked that shot for that. Um, I guess you're right, Darius. It was a lot of bloody, but um, I guess, you know, like the other shit touched me, I guess. For me, I appreciate it because it kept around just one family and them being destroyed and the mom like the grandma actually catching on fire like i'd rather see that than watching five meaningful black people die than just like watching a whole entire scene of faceless black people dying which they sort of did in watchmen and it was good in watchmen because it was real quick and you were also in watchmen focusing on one character which was um but the character was focusing on what we were looking through his eyes his character was focused on what was happening around him yeah, which so that's different than Letty walking through fire. Like I gotta get back to this portal yeah. so I can get back to here. This character in Watchmen is like, yo, I'm actually living this. I'm going through this right now. Back yo, because to, to that point though, I felt like Letty running away was just like it to me. It already like you, she disassociated herself from what was going on. Yeah, and as a viewer, you're like, oh, okay, well, this is happening, but. But the only and thing then, and, and to go off of what Sean said, this dude Montrose is sitting here, base borderline alcoholic, talking about uh, reminds me of the fire of Tulsa. And yeah. then we see him in, 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 yeah, dude got shot in front of him, but we didn't see yeah. much else. And that's what I would want to see, like him, because I thought he was going somewhere with that. Like maybe we, like, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe we get like a flashback or maybe we get some more of. All right, what what happened here? Um, but, but the only the only sad scene out of all of that, and what I would take away is when the grandmother says, like, so pretty much along the lines, like, "Yo, so we don't we don't make it out of this." Mm. And then it was just kind of like that nonverbal between her and Letty, where she just kind of shook her head, and then that's when she proceeded to go and get her the book of names. It was also sad when she caught on fire and died, Rashad. No, that was that was comical. I mean, that was yeah, I would that wasn't comical, but that was just like eh, like that was kind of corny. Like CGI, yeah, it's like yeah. whatever. All right. Um I thought I mean <laughs> Oh guys, just like I don't watch slave movies, which Darius just said in that last podcast, he doesn't watch Twelve Years a Slave. I don't want to watch a bunch of like black people be mercilessly killed because like I said before, like I know there's like one person out there watching, getting his fucking rocks off, watching that shit. Yeah, so, but I mean that's that's uh, history, bro. Like, but I think, like I think you still get the same message. But I do know what you mean. I didn't notice the lack of violence, but now that you mentioned it, I think that was the director on Misha Green trying to like not show graphic violence against black people, which I think is admirable. But he like, shows Montrose. We don't have to show. Yeah. <laughs> so, but having I mean, sex, not raping, having sex with the bartender. Oh, I'm sorry. That was, conse- that was consensual sex. And they could show black men running around with feathers on their head, right? But you don't want to show this part that actually happened in real, real life. Stuff, it's yeah. not just it's not just violence against black people. It's violence that was depicted against black people in history. Right. That was erased. Violence? What? That was erased. That people tried to gloss over. Yeah. I am. Yeah, so like this, it's a nuance in this situation for for not showing it. 
feel like, or did you guys really just want to see a whole bunch of black people being shot at by a whole bunch? No, of I no. I but if you're gonna, more if you, epic scene, yeah. But if I you're gonna, see. if you're gonna tell the, if you're gonna you keep, portray it, you, you keep taking what we're saying and putting it on the opposite of what you're saying. That's yeah. not what was. That's not what we're saying. This is, this is all I'm saying. It's just like, yo, if you're gonna portray a, a historical event, at least do it justice. Like honor yes. it in the sense of the way it should have been. It was told. not epic enough for me. Yeah. It's not about violence. It's not about stores being caught on fire. It's not about dudes getting popped to the head. It's, it's about the, the moment not being moment not being taken like a big moment. Right. Well, I mean, I guess it's the difference of the viewing experience. I thought it really hit me when she was giving that monologue at the end and talking about family. Like to me, it was more meaningful that it was one specific family going through the massacre than a whole entire community. But I guess that's why you get both best of both worlds with um, Watchmen sort of doing it that way. And, you know. No, so Watchmen drove home white people did this. And you know what it was? It was Montrose's fault. The motherfucker been inconsiderate the whole time, yo. It was Montrose. It was his fault. Because he was too busy focused on his little scene with his little lover boy that got shot in the head. If you didn't run away, you would have been you would have been at the crib. Yeah, Sammy would be alive, or uh, little Sammy would be alive. And they they give us the little the, they threw us the little bone with like, oh, we feel bad for Montrose because he used to get his ass beat. Wait, by his I'm, dad. It's like, yo, wait, wait, wait I'm coming. Uh, Lala from Black Lightning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? Said Montrose's dad was Lala from Black Lightning. Oh yeah. I heard. Well, you know, they're all in Georgia, so you just... Which is like, yo, we're supposed to feel bad for his ass. Now now he want to go out there and save him. And she's like, come on, bro. Like, you could have put that energy somewhere else. We could have seen some, like, the fucking city burning down. Like, I would have been cool with that. Or they could have been... That scene could have been in the city burning down. Right. Not at a fountain where it's calm and quiet. Right. I- this dude Montrose talking about burning like Tulsa. He even nowhere near the fire. <laughs> what are you talking about burning like Tulsa? Facts. He was there. We don't know what happened the rest of the night. Show it to me. Yeah, okay. that's true. Where was he? That no, but that's a good point though, because he was lived. He he's the one who lived to tell the tale. Yeah. But his family was barricaded in that house when it was burning down. He was still at the fountain. <laughs> I mean, I guess it saved him. You guys are saying it's his fault. But I'm saying that's why he's alive. You guys are I'm saying not. he's being inconsiderate. He's stealing airtime. You're all like, we need to do a rewrite where he don't care. Yo, do that shit again, Lovecraft. Love the show, but do that shit again. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, Episode 10, I... yes, finally. It's almost midnight, God damn it. Listen. <laughs> Edgar wants to tell a side story for every single... Shit. So... <laughs> For 10. Um, no, Christina. No, no. Christina Braithwaite. Oh, that lady. I thought they did that lady bad. Like, they turned her into a character at the end. Like, she actually, like. Yeah, she kind of turned into the, the mustache twirling villain at the end. Even though. And they kind of lost all her nuance. And it's like, really, this is about power. Like, at the end of it, it's about power. The same. I get it. Because it's just like the woman wants the white man's power. But I'm like, they could have. Yeah, it was a little sloppy for me. Was at least. Yo, more I'm talking about this show, Edgar, you're making me not like it. Well, <laughs> I was saying that earlier. We might have switched positions um, for me defending it. Um, but, like, it wasn't clear what she wanted. Like, at least in the first episode, even though that was bullshit, they were talking about, like, how she wants to go to heaven. But, like, 
that didn't make sense. But like, what did Christina want? Like, she said she wants immortality. She was giving out like immortality spells, like candy, being like, yeah, yeah and like you want immortality, but you're invulnerable. Exactly. Tick couldn't even touch her. Like, I think I think it. Oh, my fault. No, I just feel like it. I don't know. It just plays on like the historical thing of like middle-aged white women. Like, like think about like the whole uh, woman rights movement and all that stuff. Like they 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 jumped on the civil rights movement piece. So like think about it. Like she needed she needed to jump on Tick's bandwagon to kill her father, right? And yeah. then she showed her true colors at the end. So it's just like you you know what I'm saying. I feel like I feel like there's the parallels with that historically. Definitely, definitely. Like, but I feel like they're there, but they didn't make sense to her the way we were seeing her all this episode. Because first of all, she's like, "Yes, I'm supporting the black woman by sleeping with her." Um, and like, honestly, like she didn't actually like she kept her promises even after like like Liddy's alive. I found out after like because it didn't make sense how she came alive after she fell because she promised not to harm her sister. Exactly. Oh, that was okay. I was real confused about that one for a while. How was she able to morph into Ruby at the end? That's yeah, her blood. She killed her. No, she didn't even kill Ruby. Ruby's in a coma with the other three. Well, that's what I meant. She put her in a coma. So, like, you know, I mean, she could come back. Exactly. Like the thing is, like, I think I wish they would have kept Lancaster. By the way, we didn't talk about that scene with the Shergoff coming. Like that was like a movie was the best. But um, for me, she didn't need to be the main main villain because this whole entire time she's been like, you know, she's evil, but she wasn't. You know, she's just been like handling her business on the side. Like she's been shady and shit. But like, I thought she got a raw deal. I thought she was gonna turn good. Me too. Then she was just like, oh, shit, now you're slicing, you know, arms and shit. So that's why, you know, you guys said you really love this show and it's the best thing you've ever seen and you've been saying about how much. put words in my mouth. <laughs> I, I never said it was the best thing I've ever seen. seen. I didn't say that either. So. This is just how you be gaslighting. I said it was a good show. Don't don't give me the fingers. I can do that too. <laughs> this back in the middle of these conversations you two saying it was a 10 out of 10 and that's why i asked you guys because like i mean it was a good show but it, i mean there's a lot of shows that i've watched that could be 10, 10 out of 10 does not mean that it's the best thing i've ever watched man god damn stop assuming shit what do you do what is this what's the first you let us assume man is it huh so, what's the first thing <laughs> let us assume yeah i think the phrase is um what is it? Assume makes an ass out of you and me. But no, I was just... That's I, a phrase. Yes, that's one of the phrases. But I was asking you what the first three letters were. And I'm not the one who rated a 10 out of 10. You and Rashawn did. Mm-hmm. And, and now I can change my opinion because I'm a human being and I can change my opinions. So now after analyzing it and talking about it, I'm going to demote it because it's not better than Watchmen. I is, think I have Watchmen at a 9 out of, nine out of 10, 10 out of 10. I put, this, I put this at 7.58. Out of ten, all right. Yeah. Um, I I agree with that. Rashawn, what about you? Um, to be honest with you, I'll put it at a eight out of ten. I feel like it's one of the better shows that I've watched. Um, definitely recently for me. And yeah, in a long time, and the, I've I've watched a few shows, but I, this is one show that I can honestly say that I like. 
could could have watched in one sitting. Um, yeah. Um, I agree. I'm actually right in that area with you guys. Um, the eight, sort of seven point eight area. Um, if I had to give it one, I would give it an eight. Actually, um, <laughs> God damn, it took you that long just to get to two fucking numbers. Eh? <laughs> my way through it so everybody knows my thought process. Motherfucker had a 7, 7. 7.8, 8. No, I'm playing. So are we doing MVPs? Yeah, because now we can talk about our, my boy. Yeah. Um. Oh, he's not your boy. Jonathan Majors, I was I was rooting for him for a long time. Like, I, yep. Pick a different MVP. Alright. You gotta pick a different MVP? No, no, no. I'm just saying, alright, Edgar. Like, alright. Um, Keep talking. <laughs> no, keep going, man. What were you saying? I didn't say anything. You were talking. Okay, talk about your MVP now. Um, because you haven't had a chance to talk about um about Jonathan Majors yet. Uh, we talked about Atticus a lot, but I just really want to give him his flowers and let him know that, like, and let the people know that this dude put on a clinic in acting for this for this show. His range in this show, um, amazing, incredible. He could act as – I really feel like he could fit into any role. But he could be your your silent and stoic. He could be your emotional poet. He could be your, um, like, uh, crazy, like, off-the-loose hinge type dude. Like, he can do it all. Um, he can go emotional. He can go emotionless. Um, so, and he's, he's one of these dudes, I don't know, I just noticed, but I feel like Yale has been pumping out these actors, these black actors. Yeah. Um, and there's like a little renaissance with these black actors coming out of Yale. Because it's him, we got Yaya Abdul-Mateen, who's a watchman. We have Lupita, um, of Us fame, and we have, um... Um, the husband and us. Um, yes, we have Winston Duke of Black Panther fame. So um, these dudes, they're on it. Whatever they're doing at Yale, uh, if you want to act and you're black, <laughs> get your butt over there. Yeah. Um, Rashawn, you have an MVP? I mean, I feel like he just said it, but um, definitely Journey Smollett. She did her thing. Um and I'll give it to uh, my man from The Wire, Michael K. Williams. I mean, I feel like I talked about him the most. True, yeah. <laughs> just because of uh, seeing where he started off with The Wire, which I think he did a phenomenal job. But then I think he acted in Boardwalk Empire. And then to see him on this, um, just kind of playing that supporting role. Um, yeah, I think he did a phenomenal job. I think all the supporting actors... Uh, did a really good job. All right. Um, <clears throat> can mm. I give you my MVP? Yes. I'm going to attack this from sort of a, like a meta studio level. And my MVP in the show was, um, I'm going to give it to Abby Lee, um, who played Christina. Um, like I said, I my favorite horror movie, I don't know why, it's just something that I liked and it stayed with me, is Neon Demon. She was in that, um, if anyone's ever heard me rant about it, I actually think the movie's about her and she actually ends up um, on top because it's about 
like a whole bunch of weird, possibly alien, witches, model trying to kill each other. But, um, you know, um, I'm giving her MVP because she's basically like she was a model for a long time. Then she got one movie in um, what was it? Uh, Mad Max Fury Road, basically like an extra part. She parlayed that into Neon Demon. She parlayed that into a season of long TV, into a season of TV show. And, you know, I think she got a raw deal. I think her character wasn't as bad as it was written, but I understand the way that story needed to go. I do. But, um, but yeah, I think everyone's getting like deals. Journey got cast in a movie with like Liam Hemsworth. Um, what's his face? Atticus Jonathan Majors is going to be possibly the next Marvel supervillain um, with his character. Um, King the Conqueror. Yeah, so, you know. Jihad. If they don't do him justice, I'll be so upset. I think they will. Um, and he's got the actor has the range. I think it'll be good. I was saying off mic to Edgar, um, and this is to the fans, not Rashawn, because Rashawn doesn't watch Avengers. But I hope that I hope that Jonathan Majors gets a real chance, more of a Josh Brolin in the role of Thanos type of way, rather than James Spader being Ultron for a day type of way. Because um, James Spader, again, I I enjoy his acting, and I thought he would have been a great Ultron, but they they didn't let him do his thing. Well, the only. Like, him in one movie so i think it's right of the thanos thing because like i don't think um atman 3 is going to be the only movie he's going to be in so i, I hope not i hope not no i think he's got big things um and like i was saying jamie chung had her show that she sold so yeah and it's not just because my fault last thing not just because jonathan majors is a great actor also because kang the conqueror is an amazing villain so you can't oh, just have him be a, can't have him be a one-off James Spade is my dude from the blacklist. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you would have been a great you would have been a great Voltron, and you would have been great to hear to see more of and hear him bounce off of Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. But well, alas, yeah, we got what we got. That was my MVP. But um, anyone have any last thoughts? Like I said, I don't. Maybe they're gonna announce a season two. Maybe with like a. Uh, last thoughts in the works. You said emotional moment for you was that scene where the mom, the grandmother caught on fire. No, no, it was just a scene. <laughs> worried that um, I know you thought it was funny. It was no, I'm not. Lying. I was gonna tell you my emotional scene. Um, no, it was a girl when she was worried that um, her mom, Lady's mom, was mad at her because they split up and she couldn't find her. And she was just like, I hope she's not mad at me because we got in an argument. Like, for some reason, that just made me cry. I don't know. I got, te- I, I got teary when uh, George died. Oh, yeah. That's- and, and Atticus, he had that moment. Yeah, that role, got- that scene, yeah. Yeah, that's one, that one choked me up. I almost shed a tear like the Indian in that commercial where he throws garbage on the ground. That was sad. Rashawn, what's your favorite? Uh, favorite scene? Yeah. Um, I don't. I can't place one, but I, I said that my the emotional scene for me was when they were <laughs> when I thought the whole Tulsa riot could have been a little bit more heavier. It was just that scene where it was just kind of like the nonverbal communication between Letty and the grandmother, and she kind of knew she knew what her fate was, like she knew her her time was up. Right. Um, and then that kind of goes into your scene where you, you oh. like the when she got burned up. Rashawn, that makes me think too. Um, great job symbolizing how the black woman, um, the black female, um, 
just the power of the black female, the black woman, and just the ancestral power of black women. Um, and how it was really through the black women from the first, the slave who took the book, uh, who've been protecting the family and then how they helped cast out, um, or they helped chant and bring back Brave White or whatever and hold them down. And they came up with the plan. And I thought that was interesting as well. I feel yeah. like I have one more. Do you have something really good to say about Montrose? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I gave him, I gave him, I gave him MVP status. I, I said, oh. no. Oh, yeah. I gave him, I gave him oh, MVP wait, status. We really did skip. I just want to talk about this briefly, briefly. We skipped over the whole horror action stuff, too. Yeah. The James Wanish stuff. Uh, a fucking budget, man, which is why I was happy because, like, HBO doesn't give money to shows about by and for black people a lot, which is why I was mad that, you know, your NBA person, like, was talking shit. Um, but yeah, so the the Hogarths or the the I call them Hellhounds. Yeah. Um. Those were interesting. I thought I was wondering when Tick left. I was like, why didn't he bring it with him? But then I was I, obviously I guess it has a it has a radar or a. It uses the same tunnel system as um in us. That's why. <laughs> That's funny. Right, use my channels. Um, and yeah, so I can't wait to see what happens with D and that 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 was like a superhero ending, but not superhero because she yeah it like turned that on his head. Like it's a it's a weird origin story. But like at the beginning though, like did you guys did you guys think too that like oh um those monsters aren't attacking like the black people, like they were only attacking like the police officers and stuff. Did you guys get that too? Like right off that? I got that. I thought I couldn't tell. That was one thing I couldn't tell either. I was like, was that Christina? Yeah. Was she, that, was she, did she do that? I'm telling you, Christina was looking out for these niggas the whole entire day. Right, cause she, <laughs> she, she blocked the car too. Cause she's in, that's what I thought was dope too. She's invulnerable. So she can't get hit by the car. Yeah. So that's why the car flipped like that. A car it, in the alley. Where did that spell go? She went. Yo, she went, went right out. through the windshield. Oh, right through the window. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. Then out of nerve, she was like, "Uh, like I'm like, damn, she should be hurt." And then she looked back, like, "Ruby, you good?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> we gotta look at that one more time." How y'all treated Christina? <laughs> yeah. No. 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 I'm good. Yeah, that's it for me. That's all I got. Yeah, I thought it was a really good show. Man, you need to listen to me. I'm not gonna make you watch a bad show if it's you know. Um Except for Dubs, about yeah. that, me yeah, about that me watch uh Watchmen now. No, that I yeah, you should watch that. Can you actually can you do it the once at least can you get one other person to watch Watchmen? I'd like for me and Darius and you and maybe one of the person to do a little round table and um think talk about that show like he asked her to do it. She wants to be on the pod. Who? What's that? A B. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We can we can get A B. I mean I'm not watching TV with, with anybody else, so That's what I'm yeah, we could definitely um you don't have to set that up. Stop recording too. Oh yeah. Oh shit, my bad. Drug All the
free, ain't nobody care. The worst thing to do is forget about where you came from. How the fuck I ended up?